Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Dinny Martinez is a very good friend of mine who's a yoga teacher and doula. I've always been intrigued about what it's like to be a doula, to be present at such an intense and vulnerable time in someone's life. And recently, I had the opportunity to interview her about her work as a doula. And I began by asking her how she came to this particular occupation. When I met my now husband of 10 years, um, we had just been together for a couple of months and I felt pregnant, which was kind of a shock. I think I was 24. So we kind of got our heads around and decided to get married. We both came from different countries, so the visa situation would make all that easier. And there was love, of course. And then I lost the baby after 12 weeks, and that miscarriage was quite a shock to the system because, A, getting used to the pregnancy, and then at such a young age and the whole situation. And uh, it was quite traumatic also that little or no support that the whole hospital system provided the way it went. And I think as part of my own healing, I started more looking into birth because for me, it was never, I never was, I never at that point thought of kids. It was kind of, yeah, probably one day it'll happen. But um, that kind of forced me, I guess, at that young age to to think about that topic. And then and that way I learned about the doulas and I did my doula training. I think it was more than anything at that point, part of my own healing. I was already teaching yoga and then kind of started flowing into one another and taught more prenatal yoga. And then the doula journey began. Where did you learn about how to be a doula? I trained with the Australian Doula College and I can't remember it went over quite a few months, I think. Um, it was quite in depth. I felt what we learned, and then there was the practical part to it. And then you have to do a few training doula births, and um, that's how I learned. It's a fairly intense environment to go into, with I imagine lots of different things that can happen in that environment. So. A, a woman might have a birth plan, for example, and then things go differently to what she expected. How do you prepare to support someone through that process when they're in the middle of labour? Uh, I think a lot of the preparation starts beforehand. So if people come in with a birth plan, I tend to work with them on changing it into birth preferences to start with. Sometimes wording can be quite powerful. And plans and births don't work together as you a mum as well, Shimon, you know. So just bearing all the possibilities in mind and going through them. And I found, and that's where I always start with that simple information process that takes away a lot of the fear as well. Many people who dream of this home birth or natural birth, they actually don't quite know what actually happens in a cesarean as they push that away. And I'm all for directing your energies and where you want to lead it, but also of being aware of what happens in the other situations. And when you actually understand the process and then you can make it a beautiful cesarean birth as well, if that's where it ends up, then it takes a lot of the fear away. And even if that arises, then gives them still a sense of power and a sense of being in that in, in their space. With your work with women, do you find that you're also working with their partners, whether they're in a hetero or same-sex relationship? Do you find that you're supporting the woman and the partner or are you all focused on the woman? No, absolutely supporting the couple. 
unless it's a single mom, of course. And in fact, often the dads are the more reluctant ones at the beginning because they're kind of fearful that I come in and take their role. And then at the end of the whole process, they're the ones who are even more grateful than mum. Because I often see my role as holding the space and in that supporting dad to support mum. Because we have nine months to kind of get our head and hearts around the process and grow with it slowly with dads I find it often hits them with those first few contractions when they really start picking up so they often just have a few hours maybe a day or two to become dads and it's quite it's a huge thing more so with the first one so having someone there to guide them and also giving them tools dads feel often quite lost and they feel they can't do anything so in the preparation leading up to it if you give them all these tools they can do. And there's the simplest thing like keeping mum hydrated or a few acupressure points or making sure like the, the atmosphere is right or a music list or whatever works for them. All of a sudden they have things they can do and that feels so empowering. And then mum feels better because they, the, the, the partner is doing something for them and she doesn't have to worry about the partner just hanging around not knowing what he's doing. So it really works for both. What's it like? having a job where you're present at probably the most significant moment in a person's life, a couple's life, a single mother's life when that baby is born. What's that like doing that as a job? It's special beyond belief. And really, I don't, I, I can't really call it a job. It's more a calling. And uh, if you did it, because a job you normally do for your money. So if you after the money, you probably don't do it because it's, it's very tricky to work around your own family life, but all that challenge to be on call and make yourself available the whole time, it it's kind of weighed up by how special it is to be able to assist people in that process and make that a bit more special and unique because what's happening in the modern world, often that spirituality and that specialness of the moment is kind of all medicalized and almost wiped away. And if you can be there and hold that for someone that's um there's just no words to describe that really as you're just saying you're there you're present at the birth you help the partner as well come to come into that space and understand what it's all about but what else do you do as a doula what if someone was to say Dini I want you to be my doula um what is it that you do with them so the way I structure it, normally I catch up for two preparation sessions with them. They're about two, three hours long, where we run through all those tools for dad that we mentioned. And it depends on the couple a lot. Some really need a lot of information. Some kind of have that information already, and they just work more on releasing some old trauma. Going into birth is like going into this Greek underworld myth. Like you dive into your deepest primal depth and so whatever work we can do beforehand to shed anything that could stand in the way from you the mum letting go and being able to dive in there feeling safe uh, it'll help the birth process so for some couples it'll be through things like birth art or meditation or some yoga techniques to move into that space away from that brainy thinking mind into deeper stuff and also give mum tools for movement uh, to the acupressure point and during the birth 
I often just hold that space and remind them of these little things. In the olden days, the midwife and the doula were the same person because the midwife was actually had the space and the time to, to do the doula's job as well. And it's always that the best midwife slash doula is the one who just sits in the corner and knits away, just your presence. So sometimes it turns out that way. Some need you to be there a bit more actively. Sometimes if it's a longer birth, especially kind of take turns with the partner so he can have a rest and then be there for Mom, sometimes it's managing the parents. So I've had many of my Latino couples, um, Brazilians, Argentinians, very much in the culture that mom comes into the room and mom loves her daughter, but she brings in all her own stuff. So um, it's often to just manage that, keep mom cool. Sometimes it's translation as well because <laughs> mom doesn't understand English. And talking about managing other people, Sometimes, especially in typical hospital set settings, it's just also managing the others. Birth centers, depending where, but tend to be really good and open and happy to have a dual here because I understand we can help them. Some other places, they can't really deal with that and they also can't deal with a mum wanting to be in power of the process because our hospital system normally works you in as a client and then they take charge. And so it's sometimes it's a, quite an exhausting fight that obviously has to go and beyond the scenes, be, behind the scenes, because you don't want mum to be exposed to that in her most vulnerable phase. But just managing the hospital staff and making sure they understand that, you know, we don't want 50 people in the room. We want the lights dimmed and um, you're there to support the couple and to ex them to accept that. So lots of it can turn out in lots of different ways. And then after the birth, it's uh, another few sessions and again that really varies I always bring a birth cake and I'm just sometimes just holding the babies and mum can have a shower or helping with the breastfeeding just being there to listen if the birth didn't especially if the birth didn't turn out the way that was hoped doing a simple pelvic floor exercise of getting back into the body sometimes some rituals to seal off that birthing process so lots of different things to support mum. And again, it's that, well, in the olden days, the village would have done, the aunties would have come around and would cook for mum. And that support is unfortunately often missing. And I think that's why postnatal depression and things like that are really on the rise. So it's creating that cushion, that support to ease yourself into the biggest life-changing journey. That was Dini Martinez, yoga teacher and doula. If you'd like to find out more about Dini and her work, there'll be links in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.